Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and today we are doing a deep dive episode. I've titled this episode, New Tech, Outsource, or DIY. What we are going to be discussing today is when you bring on a new piece of technology as a solopreneur or having a small team of freelancers, are you going to DIY it? as in you or your team members implement that new software, or are you going to outsource it so that you can continue on? Once you've decided you are bringing on a new piece of technology to accomplish a specific goal, you've decided on the piece of technology either yourself or with a team or you and I have had a conversation about it, Next step is getting that piece of software fully implemented so that it can support you and your goals. The first step, of course, is to purchase the software and to create your login credentials and download it or log in or whatever it might be. So I am going to use the example of Thrivecart. Thrivecart is a tool that I use extensively with my clients. It's listed on the resources page at techofbusiness.com forward slash resources. And it is a standalone shopping cart. What I love about it is that you can sell all sorts of things using this shopping cart tool. But the reason for this episode and using that as an example are kind of unrelated, but I wanted to make sure I kept this really, really tangible for you. So let's say you've decided you want to use Thrivecart to sell whatever your online digital product is, whether it's a product or a service, a course, a membership, it doesn't matter. Thrivecart can handle it. So the first thing you do is you go through your link and you purchase it and you've set up an account. The next thing that you ha- that happens is you get into the software and you see all the tabs and you know that there's going to be a lot of work to get this installed. So you have to make the very concrete decision of DIY or done for you. And I have seen this so many times that entrepreneurs who are established in their business decide to spend time instead of money on implementing that new piece of software. And because I know that your time is so valuable, I believe that DIYing is not the right course of action for bringing on a new piece of software. And again, I mean, you know me, my goal is to support your business. So I want you spending more time in your zone of genius and not trying to hook up Thrivecart to Zapier, to ActiveCampaign, to Thinkific, to who knows what. That's not the best use of your time. It may be that you have someone on your team who can fully implement that. But it also may be that a better use of your time, your energy, and your resources is to say, we're using Thrivecart. Now, 
hire someone to implement all the different pieces. So I have two case studies that are both related to this. The first one is someone who said, I'm going to DIY this, or me and my team are going to DIY this. We have no experience with this piece of software, but we want to implement it ourselves. So you sign up, you log in, you start to look at the help documents, the how-to guides, you join the Facebook group, you ask questions, you get responses, you ask more questions, you get more responses, and you cobble it all together. Fantastic. You've got a working system. Maybe. (laughs) There is always more that you can do with a piece of software than the bare minimum. And so you get it working and it does its job. But maybe it's sitting there and it looks like the, you know, bastard stepchild. It doesn't look like the rest of your site. It doesn't have your branding. It doesn't have your fonts. It doesn't have links that feel good and right to you. But you've exhausted the limits of what you're actually able to do yourself. So you have implemented it and it's going to be able to be your shopping cart and it's going to be able to be the tool that you use to sell your courses, your memberships, whatever it might be. It's sitting there at about 70% of implementation. I don't think that DIYing something is ever going to get that tech tool to 100% effectiveness. Yep, I'm going to say this again. When you DIY you're leaving 30% of the functionality and features of that tool on the table because it's just too hard to get to 100%. Think about it. When was the last time that you implemented something and you're like, bam, I got this. I have implemented every bit and piece of this tool and I know there's nothing more that I can do to make this better, to make it more on brand, to make it easier for people to complete the transaction or complete the interaction. Ah, It's tough, right? It is really tough. It's far easier to DIY it and get to 70% than it is to DIY it and get to 100%. Now, on the flip side, if you decided... I want to implement Thrivecard into my infrastructure, into my online footprint, into my tech stack. And you said, but this is not my zone of genius. There's nobody on my team who can do it. And our time is far more valuable than us going to the Facebook group over and over and over again, or us reading through all the help documents and having those guide our process. And instead, you decide we are worth it. We can hire this out. Let's find the right tech implementation team, such as the tech of business agency, plug, plug, um, to implement Thrivecart into our tech stack. What does that look like? And how do you know that your business is actually ready to outsource this new technology implementation? So I want to talk about that a little bit because even though I just said that if you DIY it, you're only getting to 70%. What if you're not ready to outsource it? So let's kind of put some parameters in place. The first parameter for making it ready to outsource implementing a new piece of technology 
is that you are crystal clear on the objective of this piece of technology. So with Thrivecard, it's pretty simple. You want your customers to be able to purchase from you and get the access that they need. That's the purpose of implementing Thrivecard. There are a lot of other pieces of Thrivecart that you are likely going to want to implement as well, such as affiliates, such as upsells, bump offers, downsells, things like that. And of course, there's also understanding what you want done with that person, that customer on the back end of your system. What access do they need? Where do you want them to show up in other pieces of your system so that it is a complete experience? When you're implementing Thrivecart, you're not just talking about taking the money and having this person become a customer. You're also very clear about what needs to happen next. As they become a customer, what uh, automation do they need to be put into in your email marketing system? What systems do they need access to? What needs to happen on the bookkeeping side? What needs to happen on the CRM side? What needs to happen on the social media side? What needs to happen everywhere? If you are pretty darn clear about that, you are good to go. That doesn't mean that if you don't have all those pieces or thought processes in place that you're not ready to outsource this. It just means that it may take a little bit more work. So if you were to outsource implementing Thrivecart into your online infrastructure with me, then I would guide you through, okay, so where does this person need to go? What uh, automations are they going into? What access do they need? What do you want to see happen in your backend systems and processes? Again, that's your accounting, your CRM, your project management, your customer outreach. There are a lot of different channels in there that we would want to do. And then there's also um, your pixels. I'm just going to throw that one out there. I have a series coming up in the fall all about pixels. So I will link back to that once it is live. But just know that pixels... Pixels matter. <laughs> so let's see. So what I'm really trying to say here is when you're implementing a new piece of software into your tech stack, there's always the same list of questions. What is this tool solving? What is this tool doing for my business and for my customers? What is this tool replacing in my existing tech stack? Because you want to make sure that you don't have redundancies in your tech stack that are not necessary. Or it could be just adding something new. But it's a matter of making sure that it's clear that you're adding something new and that you don't need to take something away versus whether you're adding something new and you're taking something away. So that part of things is important to understand. As a business owner who has decided to outsource implementing that new piece of technology, you are buying back your time. Instead of focusing on making sure that all the pieces of the puzzle fit together, you can spend more time in your promotions. You can spend more time in your content creation. You can spend more time with your VIPs. You can spend more time working in your business with your customers, with your clients to help them get the results that they seek. 
I've said this before, tech is outsourceable. So even if you don't have all the answers to that list that I gave you earlier, that doesn't mean you're not ready to outsource it. It just means that the outsourcing is going to be a little bit of back and forth. But trust me, I love doing the little bit of back and forth. I really enjoy making sure that that tech is at 100% implemented. We don't leave stragglers hanging out behind. We don't leave bits and pieces to do later. That's the nice thing about outsourcing is that it's a complete package. And because I am not invested in the business and in your customer's outcome and in all the other bits and pieces of your business, I get to be a bystander and just implement this from A to Z and hand it back to you. And you get to take advantage of it. Technology is there to support you. So when I'm implementing Thrivecart for a client, there is the connection to the payment processor or processors. Generally speaking, we're going to use Stripe and PayPal. Those connections are something that I personally choose not to connect and not to have. Um, those connections are something that I do require my clients to do. So even though they're outsourcing it, it's done for you. I personally have made the decision that I am not going to be touching your payment access. So I, I cannot go into Stripe and refund people. I cannot go into Stripe and see who your clients are. I cannot go into your PayPal account. That's a personal preference of mine. And I'm saying this so that you are aware that when you hire someone to do it for you, there may be touch points that do require your access. You need to actually physically go through the motions of connecting Stripe, connecting PayPal. And you'll actually have to connect PayPal twice with Thrivecart if you're using the affiliate system, which I strongly, strongly recommend. So the first one is connecting your Stripe account for receiving payments. The second one is connecting your PayPal account for receiving payments. And the third one is connecting your PayPal account to pay your affiliates. Affiliates are paid through PayPal because it is a very good mechanism for that. That being said, once you've got those three connection points done, we don't have to think about your payment side, the intake or the, the, the interaction with the real money. Everything else that we do interaction-wise is outside of the credit cards and the in, inflow of cash and the outflow of cash. It's more about the access and using that person's email address, your customer's email address and getting that into all the other systems that it might need to be into. And you know, you can actually, so at that point, I'm able to completely take over. I will give you a list of accounts that I need access to. It will be your email marketing system. It'll be your Zapier account. It'll be your membership portal or your courses platform or whatever it is that we are giving people access to, as well as any of the backend systems that need to be connected to as well. So, once you give me the access and you and I can get all of the pieces working together, I'll generally set up a sample product um, so that I can have a touch point with you and say, hey, this is what it's going to look like. And once I've created that sample product, then it's time for you to give me 
the actual, what you actually want to implement, which is a really nice way of going about it because at the beginning stage of the done for you, I'm doing the logistics. I'm doing the functional stuff. I'm not messing up or trying to do more than one thing at a time. I'm not saying I need all of your product information while I'm still connecting the dots. That's putting the cart before the horse. And I know the order. I know the order in which these things need to go so that we can fully implement that piece of technology. Back to the DIY situation, you may say, okay, well, I need to be selling this course for $97. So you start setting up your course and then you say, oh, well, I need to connect it to Active Campaign. So then you go and put your Active Campaign uh, credentials in and then you go and you, you set up the integration and then you go back and you say, okay, now I need to format my sales page or my shopping cart checkout page. And so then you have to come up with your bullet points as to what you are actually trying to sell and what pieces of content and what pieces of information you need to get from your customer. And then you complete that and you're like, okay, but now I need to deliver this content. So I need to connect my Zapier account so that I can do this, or I can need to do the connection to Teachable if that's what you're using or Wishlist member or whatever it might be. And so you're going back and forth and back and forth between the product and the integration. I know systems and it doesn't matter if we're talking about Thrivecard or we're talking about other things. There is a best right way to implement a new piece of technology. Just as there is a best right piece of technology for you at every stage of your business. Outsourcing means that it's a more streamlined process to get from A to Z than it is if you're DIYing it. Because when you're DIYing, you don't necessarily have all the pieces and know the order that you need to put them in. You are cobbling it together. And I think that's really the message of this episode is that when you're DIYing, you are cobbling it together. When you are hiring someone in a done-for-you capacity, you are completing a circle. You are buying a complete product. In this online infrastructure space, there's so much opportunity to DIY. It is so compelling. And I'll tell you, even in my own business, it is compelling to DIY everything because I can, but it doesn't mean that I should. I know that it's better for me to record a podcast episode than it is for me to put together my own social media campaigns. I could put them together, but it's not the best use of my time and I don't get the best ROI. It's the same for you. Think about the ROI, both financial and time, when it comes to bringing on a new piece of technology. When it comes to bringing on a new piece of technology, are you saving time and spending money? Are you saving money by spending time? Are you getting the most bang for your buck by using that, whatever that combination of things is? Are you getting the best ROI on that new piece of technology? And is it going to help support your goals and objectives and the entire reason that you're bringing that piece of technology into the fold? Wow, 
That was a little bit of a rant. And it's not designed to be a rant. I promise you that. The goal of this episode was because I wanted to show you the difference between DIYing and done for you. And new technology is a great opportunity to experiment with the done for you when you've been DIYing for so long. I would be honored to do it for you and allow you to spend more time in your zone of genius. So if you're ready to bring on a new piece of technology, bring me along for the ride. To bring me along, all you need to do is head over to the Tech of Business website and click on the Work With Me tab. From there, you'll be able to select a tech breakthrough session, a tech tool audit, a tech intensive, or just fill out the form at the very bottom of that page and we'll find the best right way for tech of business to support your objectives. When you're bringing on a new piece of technology, we'll bring it on in the tech intensive. We'll bring on that piece of technology. We'll make sure it's fully implemented into the folds of your business so that you can keep going reach for the stars, achieve your goals, and know that your tech is there to support you. Thank you so, so much for being a Tech of Business podcast listener. I so appreciate you. I cannot wait to work with you and help you achieve your goals. So reach out to me on Instagram at Tech of Business, and we will have a conversation to help you build the best tech stack that you can to support your goals. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.